0: kent online news
1: news you can trust this is the kent online podcast
0: nicola everett it's monday the 30th of september coming up flooding hits kent
1: gonna be mopping out trying to basically put the pub back to the way it was before it got turned into a swimming pool.
0: Work starts to install new gas mains.
2: Nobody appreciates roadworks and and we understand that and you know we're working hard to make sure that we can get the project completed as quickly as possible.
0: Dina Asher-Smith wins medal at World Athletics Championships. Obviously I'm a competitor so when I first crossed the line I was like, oh I didn't win, that's annoying. But I'm really really happy to have come away with a silver medal in that race. Kent Online News. Well first there's been flooding in parts of Kent today following exceptionally high tides. Warnings and alerts have been enforced in several parts of the county and some roads, parks and properties have been affected by the rising water. Luke works behind the bar at the Riverside Tavern Pub in Medway which flooded overnight.
1: I was working last night but I left before the pub flooded and it was put on the work group chat how bad it was and that they needed help so I decided to pop down and help in any way I can. I was a bit shocked at the pictures but I didn't realise it was as bad as it actually is until I got down here. to be mopping up, trying to basically put the pub back to the way it was before it got turned into a swimming pool.
0: And Christina's been chatting to the pub's landlord, Luke Gallagher.
1: We got a phone call from the Environment Agency and they, uh, they well they said Do you want some sandbags so I thought well, we must be serious if they're offering me sandbags and um, yeah so I think it was about. Four o'clock in the afternoon they we got the call and then I got a warning from Floodline and then I got another warning from I think might be might have been somebody from every Council. I can't remember we had like three warnings all at the same time, so normally don't get that. So we we kind of thought it was definitely gonna flood.
3: And what time did it start did you start noticing it?
1: Uh, well the I think it was about quarter to three, half past two, quarter to three. It actually started to come in the building. I mean, it was all, it was all sort of flat. The garden was always uh, was flooded first, and the road. But that that does quite often happen without it coming into the building. But, uh, but I think it was about half past two. It was to come in the building. So. So what
3: was your initial reaction? Just get all the furniture
1: out. Well, we 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 put all the furniture up high. We sort of planned for that. Um, when it yeah when it, it's it's still it's devastating when it comes in you know it's I mean we're, we're a pub right by the river so it's to be expected but it, it's still horrible to see when you've got water gushing through your doors you know
3: and I mean like you said you you are right by the river has this ever happened to you before you know is it quite expected here
1: uh, it has happened before i mean this this pub has has flooded many times in its history but it's not not as often as people might think but I think the last sort of big flood we had was 2013 around sort of December time so this is the worst one since then
3: and yeah obviously just in terms of the business you know it must be well you know you're kind of losing a day's half a days trade at least today yeah. obviously you lost trade yesterday you know what kind of effect does it have?
1: Yeah well, it has a big effect I mean um, some of your viewers might be aware from a previous story we've done about all the roadworks we're still sort of struggling with that and um, that on top of this is very very unhelpful it's a very unwelcome flood not that there's ever a welcome flood but you know what I mean
3: (laughs) and in terms of the damage you know obviously it looks like it's done quite a lot outside but is there any uh, inside as well that you can tell
1: yeah we can't it's hard because we we're phasing some of the electric back on um, we know that we've lost a couple of fridges for sure um, but obviously our kitchen we've got a lot of uh, uh, you know, kitchen equipment we haven't tested yet because we don't want to put the electric on too soon we want to let everything dry out a bit so at the moment what we know is a few fridges hopefully not much more but aside from that structurally i think the building's fine
3: Um, and just you know obviously you are here by the river but looking at it now it obviously the tides out it doesn't look like a threat at all but obviously you know this is something that has happened before do you think there could be any more protection put in place to prevent it from happening on this scale
1: yeah i think so i mean um over that we've got the new flood defenses that they've they've built up they sort of stop at the pub i mean we did know that when they when they did the plans i think we re- realistically medway council probably could have joined it up to us you know maybe we could have raised the wall a little bit it would have would have helped but they have stopped the uh flood us. so we're like a like a little puddle or like a little pocket for water when it floods i mean it's such a big body of water it's going to come in but Yeah, there is. I I think there could be better protection here for sure.
0: The Environment Agency say they're closely monitoring the situation near rivers and around the coast. They're urging us to take extra care along beaches, promenades, and coastal footpaths, particularly during high tides. With a yellow weather warning for heavy rain in force tomorrow, it's feared there could be even more flooding over the next few days.
1: Kent Online reports.
0: Elsewhere today, a man's been taken to a London hospital with serious injuries after being attacked at a pub in Rochester. It happened at the Eagle Tavern on the High Street on Saturday night. Detectives are keen to speak to anyone who saw the assault. A cat's died in a house fire near Chillingham. Crews were called to Rycourt Close in Parkwood late last night to tackle the blaze, which is thought to have started in a tumble dryer. They tried to give the animal oxygen, but it didn't survive. More than 10 months of work to install new gas mains along one of Kent's busiest roads is underway. Around £1.8 million is being spent on upgrading the supply network along the A2 between Upchurch and the Key Street roundabout. Now you might remember a stretch of the road in Newington was shut in the summer because of several leaks. Well, Bradley Barlow is from SGN who are doing the work.
2: We have been working in the area quite recently to make multiple uh, repairs to multiple gas escapes um, in the A2 um, and it's been deemed necessary that we need to replace a large stretch of our gas pipes in the A2 Um, so we are going to be working from the junction with Oak Lane in in, uh, the junction with London Road and Oak Lane working along uh, the A2 progressing eastwards towards the roundabout with Key Street. We're going to be working in phases, in about 11 phases in total, Um, and they're going to be in different lengths of between 100 and 900 meter sections, Um, and the work we're expecting to take around about approximately 42 weeks, Um, and we'll be taking a a short break for a couple of weeks over Christmas as well, so that uh, people can get around on the festive season. We're spending, well, investing £1.8 million into this project, um, and what we're doing is we're replacing all of the old metal gas pipes that have been in the road for many years, and we're replacing them with durable, long-lasting uh, yellow plastic pipes, um, which have a, a, a lifetime uh, of around about 80 years Um, so they're much more durable they're much more reliable and it should mean that we wouldn't have to return um, back to the A2 to 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 make replacements in that area um, for a long while to come. The stretch in total is uh, 4.5 kilometers so it's quite a quite a long stretch um, which is why it's going to take uh, the amount of time it is. Um, I should say as well that the road isn't kind of, we're not, we're not closing the A2 or we're not planning to close the A2. Uh, we will have temporary uh, traffic lights in place that will move along the road as we progress eastwards. Um, we may need to, uh, there may be some effect on some of the side roads. So, Oak Lane, we're going to be making uh, one way, so people coming from Uh, Oak Lane won't be able to turn into London Road um, and we may have similar things uh, as we we move along the A2 but it's it's hard to know until we actually uh, get closer to those side junctions. Obviously, you know, nobody appreciates roadworks and, and we understand that. And, we, you know, we're working hard to make sure that we can get the project complete, qu- completed as quickly as possible. Um, I think traffic flow is going to be kind of a key issue with, with on, on a lot of customers' minds. Um, and for that reason, we'll be manually controlling the lights <laughs> Monday to Friday between 7.30 in the morning and 7.30 in the evening. And also on Saturdays between 8 and 5 as well. Um, the lights will still be in operation. Um, automatically outside of these times as well but hopefully by manually operating them People will be able to get around uh, on their day to day business as usual.
0: And you can see when the work will be done in phases in our story online.
2: Kent Online reports.
0: A deal shop that sells bath bombs infused with CBD has had its PayPal account frozen because the cannabis oil is illegal in America. The owners of Bonbom, who started selling them at the beginning of the year, say the decision doesn't make sense because the company is still working with other traders who sell it. They've now had to ask customers to make bank transfers instead of card payments. Kent Online's been told 44,000 people went to see the Knife Angel sculpture while it was on display at Rochester Cathedral. 2,500 children also visited the 8-metre-high statue, which is designed to raise awareness of knife crime. The artwork, which is made of 100,000 knives, is now making its way to Derby Cathedral. New opening times at libraries across Kent come into force today. It's after we were asked last year about planned changes in a bid to save money. There are just short of 100 libraries in Kent and five mobile ones to reach more remote communities. We've got details of the opening times for the one near you at Kent Online. And Kent Paralympian Will Bailey has made it through to the next week of Strictly. The table tennis player from Tunbridge Wells was joint fifth on the leaderboard after his salsa with partner Jeanette over the weekend. Olympic rower James Cracknell became the first celebrity to be booted off after facing ex England footballer David James in the dance off.
1: Kent Online Sport.
0: Kent's Asher Smith has made history at the World Athletics Championships, becoming the first British woman to win an individual sprint medal for 36 years. She won silver in the 100 metres with Jamaica's shelley ann Fraser-Price taking gold. Dina spoke to Sky Sports News after the final last night. I'm really, really happy to have
4: come away with a silver medal in that race. I mean, um, and to have won a national record and a personal best as well. That's all you can ask for in a world championships final. If you want to perform well and you want to perform to the best of your ability, this is the place to do it. It's been a lot of hard work, a lot of self-belief and a lot of intelligent thinking from both, um, well obviously the people around me, my coach John, my um, physios Martin and Gordon, my S&C Ruben, but also yeah, just a lot of, of um, discipline from myself I think more importantly and, and precision in my training. Obviously, I'm a competitor, so when I first crossed the line, I was like, "Oh, I didn't win. That's annoying." But um, and I wasn't quite sure where I'd come because when you're running, um, even though maybe it might have been clear to you guys that I got a silver, when you're running in your peripheral vision, I could see quite a few girls, and I was like, "Please don't tell me okay? I came like fifth, please, because I don't want to not come fifth again." But um, when I saw silver in a national record, I was really, really happy that I was did my best performance ever right now.
0: it has been some disappointment over the small crowds in the stadium in Doha, but the 23 year old says she doesn't want to be too negative.
4: I mean, obviously, I think the women's 100 is the best of all. Well, women's sprint's are the best event. Completely biased, thank you. <laughs> but um, I don't say it's a shame, I don't be negative. I just think that um, every country has different cultures. And if we're racing in the Caribbean, that would have been packed out for the sprints if you were racing in germany everybody would have been gathered around the froze they would have been gathered around the discus and the javelin and you saw last night for the 10k all the fans came out the ethiopian fans the kenyan fans so i think different events just do well in different countries and um, that's why i think it's also important that as a collective of athletes we all go around the world and we all go to different corners of the world and we try and invite fans and entice fans to love
0: the sport that i think that we're all biased and thinking he's the best sport in the world. (laughs) On to football now, and it was a disappointing trip to Oxford United for Gillingham over the weekend. They were beaten 3 0 in their latest League One match. The Jules conceded all of the goals in the first half. His manager, Steve Evans.
5: Well, I think first half it was the golf, and everything that Oxford did versus what we did was huge. Um, We looked as if we'd never worked on the Chestertons, the shape of play, everything. We just looked all over the place. And we were grateful to get to half-time at 3-0. What I would say in the first 10 minutes it looked as if we started really bright, we started well but they got a goal because we go chasing wrongly and it creates the space for the boy Henry and he does what he does. Um, but we said second half, we had to change it, we had to bring a lot more discipline and shape to our team. And we had to get through the game and the objective in the second half was, was not to lose the second half, as last as that sounds, because it's only in comic books have once every five years does it go from 3-0 to a win or a draw. So. Um, we did that in the second half without being overly creative, but we limited them to one half chance, and we probably had the two best chances in the second half, but second half much better than first half, that's the only plus. I think the players knew we'd, we looked all over the place. Um, the gaps all over the field, were, all over the pitch, were, were huge in their favour, and um, the new when would come in, so it was just a case of how do we plan to change it, and we'd planned to change it, Five ten minutes before half time, and the plan was already done. So we executed the plan, and we talked them through it. Until degree, we, that was very effective in the second half. I know they'll come down a bit. I know they'll come down a bit. Carl when we we'll played Wednesday as well, but not many of them did. Um, but they're a good side. Well done, and uh, we'll go back on the training ground and we'll work hard. You don't forget the bad days. Um, you remember the bad days more than the good days. To be fair, And after a lot of success, um, this was a, the first half was a bad day. Second half wasn't a bad day, but the first half is and um, you know we got away lightly at three at half time and I think they're probably a bit lucky that we draw the second half and not win it. Um, but there we go, it's, they were much better than us. They look much better in every area of the pitch and we'll congratulate Carl, he's got an excellent side, I said it in the build up, I said it afterwards, get an excellent side, they'll be up there for sure and, and we'll learn from it as best we can and put it into practice on the training ground. It's the worst half my team's played in a long, long time. But you have, you have that, don't you as a manager. Um, what I did say to them at the end was we asked for character at half-time. We asked not to lose the second half. We asked them to have some pride in their own individual performance and some pride in playing for the shot. I think in large we demonstrated that in the second half with it being overly creative. Um, and we, we stifled them more than was creative, but all they should score after five minutes into the second half, that looks an up-and-go a tap-in. And then Marshall put one across the box, you know, it's all in box, but it was never going to be a day for a tree now. I'm disappointed. We started so well in the first nine, ten minutes. It's constantly in their half, it's constantly running about their box. We liked a lot of quality in forward areas. We Alec and Brendan, they didn't get the, the quality out of the boots today that they've they both possess. The ball come back too easily and we gave it away in good areas. But at 9 10 minutes, I think it's their first striker goal actually that goes in, and then it sets the tone with the confidence rising because they've been such a good week. We need to start winning some games. We said it before today. We said it before last week. We need to start winning some games, and um, you know. But they'll they need to earn the rights to, to play next week. It won't be about who who plays because they play. It'll be they need to earn the right. You know. There's a there's a lot of poor performances in that first half, but there was a lot of resolute performances in the second half. I can't I can't even fault. You know, the players didn't try any different in the second half. We just had a lot more shape, a lot more discipline and uh, a lot more less freedom given to certain players that played with freedom that gave us a dish shape in the first half, if that makes sense. Well, we'll talk about it on Monday with the players, as you'd expect us to do. We'll break it down and then that's gone and we have to get ready for South End. That's the nature of football. You know, two weeks today past, We're beating Wickham and everybody thinks we're great. I mean, there was bits of that performance. It wasn't so good, so... We'll go back on the training ground to walk hard. People are wanting to smack us up and in the face. That's what happens in football. and um, But we'll be fine. And
0: in ice hockey, Kent's Victor Dynamo's have beaten Milton Keynes Thunder 6-3 in their South Division 1 game. It was a good end to the weekend for the Moes last night after they lost to Streatham in the Southern Cup on Saturday. That's it for now. But for more news throughout the day and overnight, just head to kentonline.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.